You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. And any size soft drink for just a dollar. And you'll get your day started on a high note. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Walker's story started was uh, in the late 80s, there was a lot of really weird stuff going on. There was these MJ-12 documents that were released by, uh, released by Bill Moore and Jamie Chandray and Stanton Friedman. And there was this uh, uh, big documentary called UFO Cover-Up Live, because I now fully believe this was a uh, very clearly a CIA operation. We already knew when the documentary took place that it was sort of a, a way of dropping material into the UFO field. And it sort of detailed the Falcon and the Condor. It introduced these two guys, and they were supposedly uh, high-level government people. And Bill Moore was in charge of these guys, and he had given these guys bird names, and there was a whole bunch of them. And so what we sort of added to that was the fact that Bob Emenegger was involved in this show. He was involved, and he told the story of the Holloman Air Force Base filming on the show. And uh, the Russians were linked in live. There was all sorts of really bizarre uh, things going on there. And uh, so uh, the CIA said to Bob Emenegger that they were going to stand down. Bob warned them that there was going to be a guy on this uh, documentary who was claiming to be a, a high-level intelligent agent. He was going to uh, tell the story about uh, the cover-up. And the CIA agent that had been on the set when UFOs past, present, future, the documentary that Emenegger did in the 1970s. This agent was on the set the entire time they did this documentary, uh, and he said that the CIA would stand down. They wouldn't do anything, because we revealed that the very next day after this documentary took place, there was a major meeting took place at the CIA headquarters in the office of the counterintelligence office, and uh, you know, Ronald Pendolfi was in the meeting. Uh, he's the guy who supposedly runs the weird desk, all the UFO files at the CIA's. The General Insurance presents Ordering a Sandwich with Shaq and Hall of Fame announcer Michael Buffer. I'm going to have roast beef. What do you want, Michael? Let's get ready for pastrami on rye. Turns out Michael Buffer talks like that all the time. And it turns out the General is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. Spicy Dijon mustard. For a great low rate and nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call, and go with the General. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc. Insurance Agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Been identified as the top scientist in the CIA by the New York Times in 1996. Kit Green, who had the CIA weird desk UFO files before Pandolfi was in the meeting. Uh, Richard Weaver, who wrote the Roswell report uh, for the uh, Clinton administration that basically came up with the idea that it was the mogul balloon and dropping the dummies. He was in this meeting and Hennessy, who, um, uh, Colonel Hennessy, who was in charge of all the um, security for all the black budget Air Force programs, the stealth fighters, stealth bomber, all those programs, he was in the meeting. And they have this discussion the day after this documentary takes place about what happened at the documentary. I detail that. Stan Friedman had done an interview with him. And this was, I think, in... Um, 1991, Stanton did an interview with him. And Walker told Stanton, he said, well, you know, I haven't been involved in this for 25 years. 
and uh, then really didn't say much after that. And when I sort of detailed it back, 1991 took off 25 years, or 1990, 25 years, it came to 1965. And in 1965 was the famous Kecksburg crash. And uh, it sort of made sense. He said, I haven't been involved for 25 years. So the, the main researcher in England who had been doing most of the, um, the research and most of the interviews with Walker. And so he phoned up Walker and he said, Dr. Walker, I've got another question for you. And uh, uh, I don't know if you can really answer it. I just wanted to know whether you uh, were at Kecksburg, Pennsylvania in 1965 without mentioning UFOs or anything. And Walker basically said, uh, yeah, I was there with two military people, but they were off duty. He does talk about being at the Kecksburg crash and uh, not wanting to identify what it was, uh, refuses to talk about it, but confirms he was there. Because the MJ-12 document has sort of been thrown under the under the bus by vast majority of ufologists, and I always knew that MJ-12 was for real. The reason that we knew it was because when the MJ-12 document was released in 1987, uh, this is when the first interview took place with Dr. Eric Walker. It was done by Bill Steinman, who was a researcher in California, who has been out of the field for 20 years. Uh, he found out about this. He had the MJ-12 document was released, and he phoned up Dr. Walker because we Walker had been squealed on by uh, a scientist in Washington by the name of Dr. Robert Seibacher, who was a sort of a military advisor to various uh, military units on scientific matters. And he had been invited to a set of briefings at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, said that he couldn't go, but he was in a, a, an office in Washington, D.C., in the Navy office, and a number of the scientists who had been at these crash saucer uh, briefings at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in 1950 had been there. And so Stanton interviewed him, and he said, well, who was there? And he said, well, uh, Werner von Braun was there. Uh. You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. And any size soft drink for just a dollar. And you'll get your day started on a high note. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Uh, Von Neumann was there, Dr. Von Neumann, who was the guy who sort of is... Uh, the guy who invented the computer back in the in the, the how the computer started back in the late 40s and uh, Vannevar Bush and Stanton said to him he said well you know isn't there someone who might still be alive and he said well yeah there was this this guy he was from Pennsylvania he was really arrogant uh, he was at all the meetings he thought he knew everything and uh, research was done by Steinman he came up with Walker's name phoned up Dr. Robert Saubacher and said was it Dr. Eric Walker and he said yeah that was the guy that was the guy he was at all the meetings so Steinman has this MJ-12 document, and this is only days after it was released in Washington. And he phoned up Walker and he said, Dr. Walker, I understand uh, from Dr. Robert Saubacher that you were at a set of uh, briefings dealing with a crash flying saucer and alien bodies at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. And Walker said, yeah, I was there, so what? And so Steinman sort of freaks out. He says, I mean, this is the most important subject. What do you mean? So what? And he starts to argue with Walker. And he said, I've got this document, this document, and it's MJ-12 document. And Walker said, and this is 1987, this interview took place. Walker cuts him off and he says, I've known of them for 40 years. Leave it alone. There's nothing you can do about it. 
you're up against the windmills. And so without identifying the fact that this was a, uh, a group that controlled the UFO uh, subject, Walker said, I've known of them, MJ-12, for 40 years. So you go back, it's 1947, which coincided with the document. Now, later on, when shown the document, when nailed the document, Walker said he believed it was a hoax. And I do believe that it's not the legitimate document. It's been changed, but it does have the basic core material that was in there. So we, we uh, had Walker confirming right from the word go that MJ-12 was real, that there was a group. And we had a, a woman who she had, he was talking to her, and she said that she had been part of a debriefing team in Okinawa at an Air Force base there. On April 14, 1984, hundreds of people in the small mining town of Morenci, Arizona, witnessed a huge boomerang-shaped object in the sky. Close encounters of the second kind are visual evidence of a UFO's landing, such as impressions made by the craft burned or irradiated soil, trees, or grass. In August of 1979 in northern Minnesota, when Deputy Sheriff Val Johnson encountered a brilliantly lighted object, his vehicle was knocked off the road, the hood dented, two antenna bent, and a headlamp broken. In a close encounter of the third kind, which Steven Spielberg made famous, the witness observes or actually confronts the occupants of the UFO. Close encounters of the fourth kind include people who claim to have been abducted by extraterrestrials. In almost every case, Abductees also claim to have been medically examined by the ETs and eventually returned home, unable to account for the missing time. You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. And any size soft drink for just a dollar. And you get your day started on a high note. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.